Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. It's football season. GM Shuffle Podcast, a must listen for every football fan. Michael Lombardi, former executive, goes off on players, teams, coaching decisions every Monday and Thursday all throughout the football season. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VEASAN and DraftKings today, wherever you get your podcast. And here he is every Monday at this time. The great Michael Lombardi joins the program now. His show, The Lombardi Line, you can catch it uh, Monday through Friday at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, right here on VEASAN. Good morning, Michael. How are you today? I am great, and thankfully for the National Football League, they give us plenty to talk about every single Monday and Thursday on the shuffle and on all our shows here at Beeson because uh, the the level of stupidity runs rampant. Well, <laughs> let, let, let's begin with what took place last night. And I know, uh, like my social media was blowing up uh, late in the Pittsburgh game against Miami because the Steelers legitimately had like two chances late to win that game, and everybody's going nuts. Why did McDaniel not take the points? Mm-hmm. It was uh, in the second half. They're up 16-10. They have a fourth and three at the 14, I believe, of Pittsburgh. Could have taken the points, did it. Um, 
are we just completely out of control right now with this in the NFL where teams refuse to do this so often that it doesn't make any sense now? You know, because the national media doesn't seem to really be any, you know, it used to be if you did something this stupid, you would get fired. I mean, now you're praised for it. You're being aggressive. It's called being aggressive. No, there's a difference between being aggressive and being stupid. Like you're in a close, you're, you're in a game where, okay, you started the game out with a lot of points, but if you really studied your team, the Miami Dolphins, if you really studied them, despite what was being said on television about how high powered offense they are, despite all that nonsense, right? In the New England game, they scored 20 points. The defense scored 10. In the Buffalo game, they scored 21 points. The ball was spotted at the six for one of their scores. Cincinnati, 15. The Jets, 17. Minnesota, 16. Last night, 16. At what point do you realize that you're having a hard time scoring points? Like, you're having a hard time scoring points. Like, it's not easy for you to be cavalier about three points. Yep. Great point. You still continue to do it. It doesn't make – like, it just shows you you have no idea – about what your team is good at and what it's bad at. Yep. It's not 35 to 32. It's 16 to 10. Exactly right. And it, it, it swung too much in the, in the other direction. You know, we used to light guys up. How can you punt fourth and two? How can you punt from these opponents, 36, that kind of stuff. But now to turn down points, and as, uh, Rich Eisen had a good tweet. All these guys are coaching the game like it's a video game. And, and it's coming back exactly. to bite them. I've been saying it now for three years. They all are in their basement in Des Moines playing Madden. That's yeah. what we're doing. We got a bunch of we got a bunch of computer nerds playing Madden in the basement. How about this? How about this, guys? When, after he didn't go for it, he only got two first downs the remainder of the game. He only got two first downs the remainder of the game. Think about that now. Yeah. You know, and and, and there are a lot, that three points he got at the end of the half. That three points that ultimately won the game for him at the end of the half. If that kid Sutton catches that easy interception on the underthrow by right, Tua, right. We, got a, we got a different game. That's another good point. Like the, the, the Steelers. Yeah. So, the margin is so small that why is it that, that these people, they call it analytics, right? It, it, to me, it's embarrassing to analytics. I, if I were somebody from the analytical profession, I would be angry that they call what they're doing on the field analytics. Like, I would be really upset. The fact is, the fact is most of the games are decided by four points or less. 75% of them, and you're turning your nose at three points? Well, and, and this is something I've, I've said for a long, long time, too. On top of this, it's like people who always say you need to go for it, It's they've never watched or paid attention to teams in short yardage what are you running? situations. Yes. How many teams across the league do you actually trust like in a fourth and two? I, I It's less than a handful. It's less than probably five teams you can say, that team's really good in a spot like this. I want to have them go for it. Everybody else is like, they stink. They don't know what they're doing with their play calling. The, the great architect of fourth down, Doug Peterson, won a Super Bowl in 2017. He caught the league by storm. He was the outlier. The Philadelphia organization wanted to go for it. He did. He was successful. He won a Super Bowl. God bless him. Now he's going for it on fourth down, and he's killing his team. He has the best team in the South. He by far is the best team in the South. They don't play the best. They don't execute the best. Mm-hmm. They don't ever stay with the game. They never watch the game. And they continue to go for it on fourth down, and they continue to lose. And nobody says anything because he won a Super Bowl. Right, because he won a Super Bowl. Nobody says like this is really a dumb decision. Now Dayball made a dumb decision too. He's got fourth and goal at the two. He decides to go for it. He doesn't get it. I mean, it's a one-score game. Why don't we just continue to collect points? But again, Peterson turns it down at, at the at the giant twenty. That would have made the score twenty to thirteen. He turns that down, stubs his nose at it. I don't want three points. No deal. I don't want it. Take it back. You know, 
and, and all of a sudden now he loses 23-17. If he kicks it, the last drive of the game, he could tie it, put it in overtime. But nobody ever talks about the cost of an effect of it. He's cost his team at least three games with his fourth down decisions. It's at a, least. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 the level of concern, do you think Tampa and Green Bay missed the playoffs? Well, look, Green Bay, just so you know, the Matt LaFleur offense, you know, this is just, I know it continues to dazzle us. Have you gone through and see how many points they scored in the second oh, half? Oh, it's ugly. Oh, it's ugly. It's so ugly. It's, uh, the adjustments are ridiculous. But here's the stat that I like the most. In the last two weeks, the Packers are 4 for 22 on third down. Yesterday, they registered a goose egg. They were 0 for 6 on third down yesterday. Now, that's hard to do. That's hard to do to not convert one third down in a game. You know, well, the week before he was four for 16 on third down. So, the, like, their offense is horrendous. I mean, let, let's face it. The defense had a chance to win the game for him. The defense had two pick sixes. One got called back on a defensive holding call. But other than that, they can't score. Mm-hmm. They, can't, they, can't, they can't score, and they can't adjust their game. And Tampa yesterday, look, Tampa was bad on third down. They couldn't get any – I mean, Carolina – for whatever we want to say about Carolina, they were in complete control of that game after the Mike Evans drop. There was mm. never a doubt that Carolina was, and Carolina was able to do something that in the past you've never been able to do against Tampa, which is run the ball. Teams are now running the ball on yep. Tampa. Okay, so we thought both those teams were going to be good again this year. They're not. They are a combined, what, 6-8 and eight so far in the season. How many like truly really good teams do you think we have in the league? We got three. We have three. I mean, let's 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 be fair. We have three: Kansas City, Buffalo, and Philadelphia. San Francisco's performance yesterday defensively was embarrassing. And mm-hmm. and I got to tell you what: Kansas City, Mahomes has been great. He made the plays down the field. You know, they don't play great defense all the time, but they their offense complements them. Everybody's going to blame Jimmy G for throwing an interception. That game was all about San Francisco's inability to get off the field, inability to stop the big play. And so it cost them. I mean, it's a little like college football, right? You watched Alabama. Yeah, they beat Mississippi State 30-6. to But they're not dominating as they once were. They're not as good on defense as everybody says they are. Another perception that's out there that's not true. To me, college football has two good teams, Georgia, Ohio State. And then there's tiers. In pro football, we've got three, and then there's a bunch of tiers. You can't count the Giants as a good team. You certainly can't count the Jets. You want to talk about bad performances on third down? I mean, watch Mike LaFleur's third down offense at the Jets. I mean, it's atrocious, only to be outdone by the Denver Broncos. We've got a lot of bad coaching going on in the league. Yes. The league is at an all-time low in terms of the quality of the play. The game's entertaining, and we love it, and it's great for betting, and it's great to talk about. But I'm talking about we have, as Belichick would say, we've got a lot of bad ball going on out there. Interesting you said that. we got a couple tweets that you know, I'm 60 years old, I'm 50 years old, I can't believe how bad the coaching is in the NFL. What did you think of the McCaffrey trade? You know, I think it's – look, McCaffrey is – I think what, we, what he'll do for them is give them a chance to control the middle of the field. He's a good receiver out of the backfield if he can stay healthy. You know, Tampa played Carolina yesterday, and in the last, since Matt Rule got to Carolina and now that he's gone, McCaffrey never played against, against Tampa Bay, rarely played against Atlanta. I mean, durability is the issue. They redid his contract two years ago. In that they gave, and, and when they traded him, they had given him $37 million – and he'd only played in 16 games. I think he's a fabulous player. I think he's a fabulous athlete. He can do multiple things. The question is, is he durable? Can he stay on the field for him? And they went all in. And look, they went all in for a reason. They've got to get healthy. 
and they got to get better. they got to play to the level that their defense is capable of. I thought they were as good as the Ravens and the Bucks back in the early 2000s, and neither of those teams ever gave up this many points against any offense. Nope, good point. Are you buying Seattle yet? I think Geno Smith's been really good. I know he turned the ball over yesterday, but they have moved the ball. They're a better offense without Russell Wilson. It's not even close. Yep. And they're actually getting better on defense. They're improving on defense. And look, let's face it. At some point, when is somebody going to stay? I know Pro Football Focus has Staley as the greatest coach in the history of football. And, and I mean, obviously, they have a lot of things that, that they can't see because they're watching a different game than I'm watching. But at some point, the Chargers, when are we going to talk about how bad they are on defense? We all we talk about is they have pro bowlers yep. on every level. All they do is give up points. I mean, yesterday, you know, Seattle averages 6.4 yards per play. I mean, they average 2.84 in, in, in points per drive. I mean, and this Charger offense that we talk about is a great, and I love Herbert the best, they were at 4.8 yards per play and 1.93 uh, yards uh, points mm-hmm. per drive. So, like, seriously, like, at what point do we at least say – Maybe Staley isn't very good. I mean, just think, if Cade York makes that kick in, in Cleveland, he's losing that game, too. That's true. That's another horrible decision. Yep, uh, yep. I love Herbert, but he has he had a couple stinkers over the last couple of years. Uh, less, than, less than a minute. Uh, big game for Doc Rivers tonight. Oh, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is in charge of nothing but tea times. I've told everybody <laughs> on my show, I've told everybody on my show, bet this team on the under. It is the biggest joke of all time. How about Embiid? Hey, you know, we all should get plantar fascia. We'll tell Brian Musburger we're out of shape so we can't come to work because we're out of it. I mean, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you were they were basically run out I at home it. against the Spurs the other night. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Yeah. It wasn't even close. But Doc says the team's not ready to win yet. I ask, what's Doc's job then? What is Doc's job? We're paying you $10 million, Doc. Yeah. Okay, yep. get a key time. Doc's job is to go to Toscano's in Brentwood and play golf. That's Doc's job. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, guys. Great Enjoy job. the game tonight. Oh, Fired up as always. Catch your show today at noon Eastern. Yeah, that's no, what the Embiid said. I'm not in basketball shape. And the Doc says, we don't know how to win. Okay. Up next, opening numbers, Week 8 NFL. The point spread in this game was four before the season started. It uh, reopened 11. Tells the story about both of these teams. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, 
know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get everything VSEN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Sign up now, get VSEN Pro all the way through the Super Bowl. Pro Picks, that's daily recap of the plays by every host and guest here. And we love what Nigel's doing the last couple of weeks. Uh, pro tools like the exclusive betting splits, the pro tips, actionable insights up your betting game. And the upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. VSEN.com slash subscribe. Get your $99 midseason special today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, so let's go over opening numbers last night for Week 8 in the NFL and tell you where they're at this morning. We've had some movement. The Thursday night game is Tampa hosting Baltimore. Buccaneers opened up two. It quickly moved. Uh, Baltimore is now lane one, one and a half. Total is 43 and a half. Yep, yep, I agree with the move. I'm not going to say Tampa's uh, done. But it is uh, ugly. I'm, right I'm not going to say that either. But it was. But you're right. They are bailed out by being in a bad division. I do think that uh, Baltimore should be favored at this point, like you just said. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know it's uh, it's going through the money line, but I would I missed this last night. I would have grabbed Baltimore plus two. Yeah. That definitely would have been a bet late to the party. Bam. So uh, Denver uh, against London. This is a Jacksonville game, by the way. Or uh, I'm sorry, a London game. It's a London game. Jacksonville opened up four. That's where it's at right now. Total is 39 and a half. Oh, oh boy. How's the total that high? How can that be? See if Wilson's back. But that you can't put up a total that high in a Denver game. Yeah, we thought the what same, I said last week. So the same exact thing. You can't uh, put up a 43 when it's the Jets and Broncos? No. No. This is uh, it, It's too high again, I believe. 
Yeah, I don't want to lay the four and a half, though, either. Oh, neither do I. That's just, ugh. No, I can't, I can't get there with that. Ugly. Uh, can't, you, do you ever trust Jacksonville as the favorite? Sorry, I can't do it again. I was on the Giants in the contest this past weekend. Had to take the Giants. Okay, yeah. So uh, that, to me, would be Broncos or pass at this point. Dallas plays Chicago, opened up 10. The Cowboys did. Total is uh, around 43 this morning. Yeah, I don't see the Bears getting to 10 points. I don't see it. This Dallas defense, again, nasty. Oh, Fields has to go on yeah. a Monday night spot against the Patriots defense to on the road, now short week, rookie head coach for the Bears taking on that defense. Do you use this in Survivor? Or do you need, if you don't, well, if you don't have the Bills on Thanksgiving, I guess I know the answer, but if you still have the Bills, do you want to have a backup plan in case Allen gets hurt? Do you want to take the the, the spot here on the bingo card with Dallas? Or? Mm. Mm. I mean, there's not a lot of options here at Survivor. When you look at it, no, that's Philly's. It's, Philly's laying a big number, but uh, I've used Philly. I think a lot of people have used Philly. I think the the Cowboys would need to be a possibility this week for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, this total is too low in the game in New Orleans. The Saints are hosting the Raiders. Huge game. Uh, Raiders are two. Total is forty-seven and a half. I think we're going to get plenty of points in this game. I would agree. Saints' defense is not last year's defense or the last five years' defense at all. They're playing in a lot of these high-scoring games, and the Raiders can be the same exact way. Raiders have a doable schedule coming up here. I mean, don't don't come after me, but I could well, see I could see like an eight and one run here. Oh no, that's seven and two. It's I mean, very manageable. There's, there's a very yeah. They can win a lot of games coming up. Now, I, I don't think their their power rating might be too high, uh, but then again, you see when they're at their best. I mean, the big lead at Kansas City, they blow that. So they've blown two seventeen point leads. Yep, and you see that that offense should be deadly. Should be. Jacobs is well. He's playing like a guy well, who needs a contract. Yeah. That's exactly awesome. what's happening. Atlanta opened up six and a half against Carolina. That's where it's at right now. Some spots I see six, and the total is between 40 and a half and 41 and a half right now. So Carolina offered that big win yesterday, now catching six and a half points against the Falcons. Well, well the running game continue. You know, Walker played well, but to have to go for 180 on the ground against Tampa, can they get that production again out of Foreman and, and Hubbard? I think if they do that against Tampa, uh-huh. they probably could do that against Atlanta this weekend. Philadelphia against Pittsburgh. Eagles open up 10.5, and, and the total is 44 this morning. 10.5 points for Philadelphia. They bury him. Especially if Pickett continues to turn it over. Forget it. That will not, if he does that again, it will not be a 16 to 10. It'll be 40 to 10 if he does that again. I mean, the, the and two Michael's INTs. right, though, too. I mean, Tua got a. What, the Hummies uh, interception of the Steelers drive? Oh, for sure. Yep. He was and, rusty. That, uh, I'll give him a pass. He was rusty. But uh, scoreless second half. Crazy. Miami opened up four at Detroit. It's down to three, three and a half at most spots. Looks like the total is 50 right now. Outrageous. Outrageous to move. How do you uh, – listen, I know it's a different offense, but with St. Brown and Swift banged up, uh-huh. they're awful right now. They're dreadful. They are. Miami will get healthy on offense too because Detroit can't stop anything. Hutchinson's been a beast. He had a couple sacks again. Right. But that, that, that's a crazy point spread to, for Miami to be laying that. I was going to make the case for the over. In fact, I brought it up last week on the look-ahead lines. I thought we'd get some points here. But again, with those injuries to the, to the Lions, St. Brown left the game immediately yeah, yesterday. I know. He's a, look at what he did in the first month of the season. Compared to now they don't have him, he's not healthy. They can, they can barely yeah. move the football. There'll be a deep ball, too. Uh, a hill will, someone will go have a long touchdown in that game. Now Detroit's what, awful. But what do you think about this? Minnesota opened up 5.5 against Arizona. Money flooding in on the Cardinals. Yeah. 
Vikings are down to as low as three and a half right now. Yeah, Hopkins makes a difference, but that's I'm surprised too. Vikings off the buy, yeah, yeah, that's right. But not they're not buying five and one. People aren't buying it. Evidently not. I mean, no. and I know Cardinals are going to have some rest themselves because they played on Thursday night and they're better on the road than they are at home. Yep. But three does this go to a field goal? There's home Minnesota's got a nice home field edge there. Yes, true. Now, I'm not sure it's worth a full three points, but it's one of the better ones in the entire league. This is a big game. The Patriots, well, assuming they win tonight, the Patriots have beat the Jets 12 in a row. New England at New York, Patriots won yep. in 41. And it doesn't look good for Hall, and that, that's a different offense without that guy. I mean, Zach, Zach Wilson has done nothing. Oh, he's done absolutely nothing. He had, he had the two drives against Pittsburgh. That's Remember, that's 20-10 to 10 with eight minutes because I had him in Survivor. That's 20-10 to 10 with eight minutes the Jets are down. So, again, they have been underdogs in opener every single game. They're not. They're at home, and they're still a dog. So again, Belichick has uh, owned them, and they've won twelve in a row. But if the Patriots win this game and win Sunday, you're thinking playoffs then. If you're New England, well, you have to. Be. And that that's a good, from top to bottom. That's I mean, remember New England's in last place. So this we're going to find out a lot about the Jets, and it's a good story. And I have over five and a half wins, so they're five and two for cash that ticket. But it's now New England, Buffalo, New England again. Then the bye weeks in there. There's some winnable games at the back end of the schedule. Yes. They've done, done an incredible job. But New England, Buffalo, New England coming up. Then it's Minnesota and Buffalo again mixed in with uh, there's a Chicago game in there too. So huge, huge, huge game here. Total there is uh, 41. Now how about this number? Tennessee, they're 4-2 and two on the season. And Mike Vrabel has done a great job again this year. Sure. They play at Houston and they opened up uh, four. It's down to three and a half at some spots. Is that uh, a lot of respect here for the one-win Texans? Yeah. I'm surprised by that, too. Or just people are absolutely not buying Tennessee whatsoever. I thought Houston was going to be... I was dead wrong on Tennessee. They've uh, they turned it around since the 0-2 start, and I, I, I'm going to call that division. I'm calling it. They already swept the Colts. Sure. They, they stay healthy. They're winning that division. I agree. Yep. Yep. But three and a half at Houston? Yeah, oh, man. I'm with you. Yeah. Seattle hosts the Giants. Seahawks opened up two and a half point favorites at home. Now I see three at some spots. Total is uh, 46 and a half. Huge game. Yeah. Uh, who had this one circled back in August? I know. It's a late. I know. It's a good late game. That's a tough call. Take the Giants and the points again? Yeah. Or do you trust Geno at home? It's a really good game. It Indy is. against Washington. Indy opened up four and a half. Yikes. Was bet down to three and a half. Uh, the total is 42. Who's playing quarterback? It's going to be Heineke again, right? So, yeah. okay, it's going to be Heineke. So, that's right. We don't get the Wentz revenge game. Uh, you know, the guy keeps both teams in the game. I know he had the pick six, but he won again. Yep. He beat Tampa last year. What took him to the playoffs a couple of years ago, too. It's yep. not bad. I, I I think I was screaming for to put Howell in after the pick six, but mm-hmm. uh, they got the win. So that's I have no opinion on that game. And then we know what to do. 49ers lane two and a half against the Rams. I mean, this is just Shanahan has owned McVay. Owned them. And don't forget, that's going to be 75-25 Niners fans. That's right. And it'll be super loud for that team. So they opened two and a half. They're bet down to two right now. Total is 41. I like them as well. But again, this game was four in late August. It reopened 11 last night, touched 11.5, now back down to 10.5 at most spots. Buffalo laying that big of a number against Green Bay. And the total is 47.5. Right. I don't want the dog. 
No way. I think I do. Oh, really? I think I do. Okay. I think I'm going to hold my nose on this game and take the Packers plus the points. Well, they're not scoring in the second half. I'll tell you no. that. That's happening. Buffalo doesn't give anything up, and they don't do any. Green Bay can't score in the second half. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then the other primetime game on Monday night, yeah. Cincinnati's three at Cleveland. Is this too short of yes, a it is. total 47? Absolutely. Cleveland's a mess right now. Again, they can't stop a damn thing. They've lost four in a row. They're two and five. It's spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. They're going to look back. The Jets' loss was a killer. Getting, they're losing that Charger game, blown out by the Patriots. Then they lose a tough one yesterday. So that was another thing. You got to Stefanski didn't go for it there. He tries a 61-yard field goal. Oh, Paul, I have that coming up. Okay, that was, was not on Cleveland either. No one stupid moved. move. That was not a false start. No one moved. Harbaugh talked the officials. Good, the bad, and the ugly up next. He's locked in unlike anybody we've seen in a long, long time. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Your next win is brewing. Play free fantasy baseball, football, and basketball with draft time matchups presented by Miller Lite. Draft wins in 13 contests. Compete for your share of 40000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash MillerLite to get in on the action. Great taste, less filling. Celebrate responsibly. DraftKings.com for details. Let's go. The good. Pretty, pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. The bad. I've had it with this dump. Got no food. Got no jobs. Our pets heads are falling off. And the ugly. First of all, that's horrible. Oh, that was the worst piece of crap I've ever seen. I got a lot here, but I'll go rapid fire. Obviously, Seattle and Walker, we've talked about them much of the show. Great job by Pete Carroll, and Walker's a beast. 170 yards and two scores in the win. The first place, Seattle Seahawks. Knicks does it again, five touchdowns. Another home win for Oregon. Can they get to 12-1? I live and breathe. Pac-12 will probably screw it up. Jets win total was 5.5. They're 4-0 on the road. Sauce has been great. That was ridiculous, though. Not only was that holding, that's pass interference on Sutton late. I tweeted that out, and people are like, well, good players get the calls right. You can't, you can't do that. He's a rookie. Come on. Yeah, of course he he's never a rookie. turned around either. This re- reminds me of Marcus Smart last year for Defensive Player of the Year. Already yeah. he's got this reputation. I know. He's pulling. It's like the horse yeah, collar. He pull, he's yeah, he's pulling. pulling yeah, before the ball's there, yeah. no call. Benefit of the doubt for Sauce Gardner. Look at the box score on that game. And then, like, how the hell did the Jets win? Tulane, 7-1, and one, ranked. Good story. Beat Kansas State earlier in the year. Oregon State. They, you know, they're 6-2, and two, and they blew that game to USC when they were minus four in the turnover battle. And Josh Jacobs, first Raider in history, back-to-back-to-back, 100-yard rushing and touchdown games. Can I give you this? Wow. You want to get really nuts? How about Josh Jacobs... Offensive Player of the Year. He's available right now at a, at huge numbers. Remember, he was in the doghouse, and they they kept him in there in the, in the Hall of Fame game. Yep. <laughs> yes. What's going they, on they, here? They, they started the guy. They wanted to get rid of him. I don't know what was going right. on. So they said no second contract for you. So th- you got to. <laughs> they happened with Aaron Judge this year, right? The contract is always a good angle. I don't have him in one of my nine fantasy leagues. Do you think I'm regretting that? Of course I am. Right. He's been the guy. He's running Come like on. a man on a mission every time he touches the ball. Come on, this has got to be a playoff team with that running game and who he's throwing. I know Waller's, you know, gets hurt. Oh, you can't count on him as far well, as he can throw now. you. Yeah, Adams, Renfro. Come on, easy schedule coming Collins. up here. Yeah, take a peek at the Raiders' schedule. It's, it's doable. I will piggyback your thoughts on Bo Nix and go just Dan Lanning and Oregon. I mean, after they were KO'd, sure, and knocked out unconscious against. 
uh, Georgia in week one. This bounce back has been miraculous. And uh, first of all, that touchdown pass from Knicks to Franklin was a thing of beauty. And then there's a really long quote from Lanning after the game. You said it earlier. He told the media, if you say anything, you're never allowed to practice ever again. I got the whole quote in front of me right now. We practiced it all week. We saw something on film. Yep. We were going to do it uh, a couple of times before this. And he said, we knew we had to do it before the weather hits. And we were not getting uh, the ball at halftime. So it had, we had to squeeze it in there if we scored. And they did it. And that onside kick was practiced to perfection and executed to perfection. And they got it. And now they are scoring points and killing teams. Uh, Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins, uh, as we speak in the playoffs, absolutely on fire. Harper is completely locked in. I went back and looked at recent, you know, guys who have had outbursts like this. Carlos Beltran in 2004. I remember this one. First time he ever made the postseason. He hit 435 in the postseason with eight home runs and a dinger in five straight games. Oh! David Ortiz, 2013 World Series. 11 of 16, two home runs, eight walks, and a K. Wow. The Cardinals could not get him out. Okay. And they they pitched around him. Okay. And Pablo Sandoval and Albert Pujols each had three home runs in a World Series game. But that's what we're talking about right now with Hoskins and, to a better extent, higher extent, um, Bryce Harper. And football right now in the state of Tennessee with the Volunteers and uh, the Titans. Mike Vrabel's job again this year. Everybody was down to the Titans, and he's the reigning coach of the year. Great job out of him. And how does that Tennessee win over LSU look right now? With LSU, a nice win over Ole Miss over the weekend. Good point. Game was over in the first quarter, yep. My bad. A former coach of the year in Cleveland, Kevin Stefanski. Nick Chubb was running for nearly six yards per carry against the Ravens yesterday. They had a third and two at the Ravens' 34-yard line. They're going to go to Chubb, right? Wrong. Two penalties in three plays later, Cleveland settled for a missed 60-yard field goal. They did a pass on third and two rather than give it to that guy, and then they were moved back a bunch, and you lost the game. Bad job out of him. Um, Matt Ryan and Jimmy Garoppolo. Again, these are Jameis Winston High School INTs. They are. That we're watching. Terrible. Awful job. Matt Ryan looked terrible again yesterday throughout the entire game of Garoppolo at the goal line. Can't Clean that, that up, man. Can't do that. And uh, the bad so far, I really... You want the Pacers tonight plus 12 against the Sixers? 0-3 for Philadelphia. Lost to the Spurs in embarrassing fashion over the weekend. If they lose tonight... That's enough. That's enough. That's my bad. Yep. Will Healy at Charlotte. He was the cat's meow a couple years ago. They had a winning season in 2019. He went to a bowl game, had his shirt off with the mascot head on as they were. Yep. He was uh, crowd Dancing surfing. Marshmallow right. or whoever. Right. Now, now they lost. he lost 10 of 11. He's out of a job. Can't. He was, uh, he was supposed to be a coach on the rise. What have you done for me lately? This is very frustrating about what San Francisco team will we get week to week and what Garoppolo will show up, which I know they have a ton of injuries, but come on. Michael's right. The defense was embarrassing, and then Garoppolo throwing up. And uh, the Lions and Dan the Man. I mean, six points now. I I, 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 like, I enjoyed him on Hard Knocks. I'm rooting for the guy, but I I, I, did, I laughed at all the over money on the Lions. I mean, the guy has four wins now in his tenure at Detroit. That's come on. I don't care who's out. Can't score now. No, I know. Six points plus a defense. They are a poorly coached team, and you saw that if you watched Hard Knocks. The ugly. Well, move over. Texas A&M and Jimbo. The under the win total caches for the season. Brad Powers had a great tweet. I love what, tell me what Beaver's doing at South Carolina 
Beamer, Beamer, and what's going on at A&M? You want to, what program's on the rise? Oh, there you go. They're okay. terrible. Yeah. They're underdogs at home against Old Miss. They got more losses are coming for, for A&M. Broken offensively. Headed in the wrong direction as opposed to South Carolina. Iowa, again, it's scheme. It's, it's uh, nepotism. 7, 7, 14, 6, 10. It's vomit-inducing to watch them play offense. In Miami and Crystal Ball. You said this in August. Look what Bo Nix is doing at Oregon, right? Remember what Bo Nix failed to do at Auburn. Remember what happened with Herbert at Oregon. Had the training wheels on the kid. Had the handcuffs on him, right? How bad is Miami on eight turnovers? Eight. It looks like six games, maybe more. It's my ugly. It's enough. Terrible. You're getting played. I mean, you can recruit, but you can't coach. Absolutely. My ugly. I cannot believe what happened in the uh, NLCS last night. I couldn't believe the, it. The, the Padres in the ninth inning. I think he, I think he was sacrificing. Christian. Oh my God! He didn't try to drag it. First no, pitch. No, he was not trying to. First drag and it second one out in the ninth. That's First it. pitch. Think about that. You you're down four to three because Harper hit a two run shot again. No no Josh Hader at all to speak of. Wasn't even a consideration last night to go from Suarez to him. He said like four outs and not five. I think was his response. I mean, come on. Or so yeah. so dumb. But again, runners on first and second with one out. You're giving them an out? Yes, yes you are. You gave them the You game. gave them a free out. Yeah. What are you doing with the bunt when your life is on the line again last night? Did he think there was nobody out? Uh, I mean, uh, that can't be the case. Why? There was, a, there was a pitching change in a long time know. out there. Why, why, it doesn't make any sense, though. He didn't try to drag was, and bunt for a hit. Was it called or was that on his own? I don't know that either. I was so involved in football last night, I had a chance to go over the recap. Maybe he so. thought there was nobody out. What, what a disgrace. That was... To lose like that and give up the season like that. And again, Padres, through the Dodgers, through the Mets, and then lose like that. Uh, Packers, second half scoring last eight games. Again, here you go with the adjustments. Good job, Matt LaFleur. Three points, seven, three, zero. Yep. 20 was the one outlier in an overtime game. Two, which I don't count. It was given to them. Seven yep. and seven. Last eight games, points in the four, um, second half. That is staggering. That and, is and bad coaching. It needs to be brought up until the guy retires. Over and over and over again, we had loaded classes in wide receivers, right, for the draft, and they just said, nah, we're good to go. T. Higgins in the second round, nine guys were taken, I think, in the first two rounds in the pandemic year. Nah, we're good to go. We're going to take a fullback in the third round. We'll take a backup running back and wherever they took A.J. Dillon. Horrible job by the organization, and now they lose Devontae Adams. It's starting to really come back and haunt them. Yep. Good job. Good list. Great job putting the baseball in there, too. Yeah, Tampa Bay, too, again, because of that performance yesterday. So suddenly you can run the football on Tampa Bay's defense? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I mean, Walker, I didn't think it was was great. Uh, But, you know, the 16-22, to managing the game more with the beautiful catch on the sideline, it was what happened with the rushing attack. I mean, it makes it so much easier as a quarterback when you're gashing them on the ground. Yeah, but Walker did look pretty decent, I thought. Yeah, that's a – I mean, it's just a travesty what happened. I I can't believe it. Yeah, do they win that division by default? The same games, that's an important game Sunday. The loser of Las Vegas, New Orleans. Yeah. Because Saints fall to two and six. Oh. I, mean, I don't care who's coming, who's coming back. Yep. Up next, a uh, survivor update. Tonight is huge and updated. Major League numbers, World Series price. It happens nearly every year in this sports. All you have to do is this. Details coming up next. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. NBA tipped off last week, and so did all the basketball promotions on Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers, the place to go for the latest odds, lines, and promotions. They have the weekly same-game parlays. Place three or more same-game parlays each week to receive a free $10 basketball free bet during October and November. Go to BetRivers.com or download the app today at BetRivers. It's a whole new game. Survivor update here. 
uh, at Circa, this is crazy. I mean, if the the biggest game on the board the entire week, obviously, is the game tonight. The most selections are on the Patriots. If the Patriots lose, we're down to how many? 125? 125. There's exactly 300 left. 175 are on New England tonight. I thought it'd be more, actually, uh, going in. So, and then week, uh, take a peek if you want. Look ahead early to week nine. Brutal schedule. Tough to navigate. And you have to look ahead. Because don't forget Thanksgiving coming right around the corner, too, where it's its own week, which, okay, the layup is the Bills against the Lions. But if you already use Buffalo, or if, God forbid, something happens to Allen, sure. then what, I mean, do you want to have Dallas? You, you want to use Dallas? To me, you take Dallas Sunday at home against the Bears. But uh, now it's getting fun. It's getting interesting. You're right. And then only, only 70, probably because a lot of people already used them, but only 70 had Tampa Bay in That's the right. Shocker Sunday. And the Raiders were actually in a game in the second half before they pulled tight. away against the Texans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dolphins nearly lost the game last night, like two or three times, and two no picks again here at Circa yesterday. That's tough. Oopsie daisy. So again, you're on the Patriots tonight. You have an entry left here in this contest. Uh, I asked you a little bit earlier: are any consideration at all to take the points with the Bears already to try to win both bets, or to take yeah. the Bears in the money line? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do the math here about how much the uh, the tickets worth. Um. We're looking at uh, twenty thousand. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to get out of Mac Jones, and I can't wait to talk to our guest from Nesson coming up. You know, was he humbled by this? What happened? What's the relationship now with Mac? Wasn't playing well. Played well against Baltimore when he got hurt, but they, they, they I mean, moved the ball, but had silly turnovers yeah. in that game. And I think I don't agree with the, he's the goat, but I I think Belichick, much like Brady and Bledsoe, should ride Zappy here. I mean, the kid was great against Cleveland. And he played well against the Lions. I think they're making a mistake tonight. Yeah. Now, Matt Jones could go out there and be brilliant. So could Bailey Zappi. Uh, here's all you need to know again. I will go back uh, more than a week ago now. I read a uh, column on... It was uh, featuring Ed Sammons from the Westgate, who's one of the best NFL guys there is, right? Odds, longtime odds maker here in town. He was asked, how many? what's the difference in the point spread if Zappi plays compared to Matt Jones? He said hardly any, maybe half a point. That was I, it. Right. We asked Adam Chernoff last week. He said more than three. I disagree with Adam. I agree with Ed. I don't think there is a difference between these two right now. And I've never been a guy ever in my entire life who said the quarterback needs to get his job back when he returns from injury. If the other player is hot and playing well, why? Maybe it's coaching, too. Maybe they just think uh, they they coached him up and did a great job. And and uh, Zappi, but that, who does that? Remember, he's, he was third string. Hoyer was the backup and got hurt in Green Bay. That's right. For a kid, look at how bad Rippon played. Look at some of the quarterbacks in this league. And this guy comes in and throws for 300 yards, and he was great against Detroit, and he took Aaron Rodgers to overtime. They threw him in there, right? Baptism by fire. Yeah. And they go to overtime there. It was dealt a bad hand. So I don't want, here's what I don't want to hear. I don't want the Bears to be up 10 nothing in this game, and then you're firing on the Bears in play. Yeah. That's what I don't want you to do. Yeah, that's what I might do. <laughs> And then, See, and then well, the, I don't want to feel like an idiot where it's like, oh, uh, okay, it's the 10 nothing Patriots six minutes in. But, hey, I, again, I'm fine. If I if I lose tonight, okay. I had Belichick and the Patriots. Okay. So I'm, it's, I'm not going to cry. It's 49 past the hour right now. I'm fine. We need to mark the tape right now oh, just in out. case the Patriots go down. I'm fine. 6,200 people got in. There's 300 left. I'm one of them. So this has been a fun ride. Great job, Derek. This is I've had were, the time of my life. This is what you were hoping for two, believe, two years ago. Yeah, right? I can't believe it. This, yeah. I'm still this deep. But again, I can, I'll can. i be fine. 
I'll get a good night's sleep You in. will not be fine. Yes, I will. No, you won't I be fine. I will poly. not comply unless there's a bad call or something. If I come in and the Bears shock the world, okay, so be it. I went down with Belichick. Okay. Right? Good. I want you to say the good. exact same thing tomorrow if I they will. lose. Okay, and good. I will. Good. And okay. I will. And uh, the same thing next Monday. If I take the Cowboys and I lose and Fields beats me again, okay. If I lose with Dallas as a 10-point favorite mm. at home, I mean, that's – can't take Indy, right? I mean, if you want to look ahead already to week eight, can, uh, can you take Atlanta? Can't do it. Probably I don't not. want to. I, it's who when you when you you know what it sit is. Sit there Sunday. It's like come on. I took Atlanta. You know what that's like. It's going back to our conversation on Friday regarding the Chargers. Do you trust this team? Nope. How can you trust them? Can't do it. They're Good four job. and three. Right. That, that team could be two and five. It's like the people who used them Monday night, and the guy who shoved who had incredibly still had all six that's remaining right. and shoved on the Chargers. That should have been a tie. They're punting with four minutes left in overtime. Can't do it. Staley is yeah. uh, out of his mind. Okay, World Series. It doesn't get underway until Friday? Yeah, move that up. Oh, boy, what are we I doing here, play. baseball? No. Good, good. Thanks for the uh, tweet, by the way. Uh, Fox has the the rights, Ohio State, Penn State. game. That's two why the, it's got to be early. Game two of the World Series is Saturday. Okay, so I'm looking right now. It's The Astros are basically between $1.80 and $2 to win this World Series. I did see 165 this morning at Bet Rivers. Oh, you did? Yeah. I think 185 is too high. Oh, I think the the Phillies are absolutely oh, alive. I love this, this thing. team of destiny stuff. Sure. They believe. And this Good. is what I said before the break. Yeah. It happens almost every year in the sport. All you have to do is get hot. That's right. Got hot at the right time. They never should have won game one in St. Louis. Nope. Never. One out, nobody on. Two nothing. Top of the ninth. Cardinals were 93-0 lifetime in the postseason <laughs> in that spot. <laughs> yep. And they blew the game. They got a and, shot, and you have to like their pitching. With Nolan Wheeler to start. Okay, you have to go Wheeler in game one. There's no debate what? in my mind. Really? Oh, he well, That's is. a long layoff for Nola, then. That's fine. Okay. Uh, because, I know what happened you know in why? San Diego. Okay. Nola is exactly, again, Mike Palm pegged it with that guy. Yep. You give him you give him one run, he can pitch a complete game shutout. You give him six runs, he's going to lose 9-8. Nine, nine, yeah, but they're throwing Verlander, though, so I want to get want to get the best out of him. I want to go Wheeler. No? Because okay. I, I want to have the chance to go Wheeler a third time if possible. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Again, this team... Uh, I, you know, I know what happened with the uh, shenanigans and the scandal, but uh, much respect to this organization. They're here again, doing it without Altuve, who's about an automatic out. Haven't lost in the postseason. Javier was great Saturday. You know, uh, the McCullers angle, there was something there. I missed that. With the champagne, with the elbow and all that, with yeah. the glass. And, but yeah. uh, but it's, it's, you know, they shut down the Yankees, embarrassed them, get out the broom. So it's tough. I, I, I love this, too, with the Mattress Mac angle. Kid's going to make $76 million. Yeah, if they finish the job. I had Darvish forty to one to lead the postseason in case. That's a winner if the Padres win this series. Well, they he's con- going to win that. Tough, yeah. Will they continue to hit the long ball though? The Phillies. It's been great. I mean, well, the guy's going deep here with the, Oscar, Schwarber, Harper. So, again, Melvin really screwed up this series for the Padres. I like Bob Melvin a lot. Uh-huh. They kept pitching to Bryce Harper the entire time. How do you pitch to Bryce Harper yeah. last night uh, in the eighth inning when you're up by run and there's a runner on base? You can't give him anything close to the plate. Yep. He's locked in like Judge was during the regular season. Yep. And Hoskins is not that far behind him. If you if you put a fastball anywhere close to that zone, Hoskins putting that 440 in left center. He's crushing baseballs right now and taking names. And Harper's been better. So that is a lethal one-two punch, and they're getting it from other guys as well. Uh, Real Muto's done it. They've had it from other guys at the bottom of the lineup. Deadly. Schwarber's home run. That's still traveling right now. Yep. What a turnaround. 87 wins, and here they are. And the other thing, there has to be. There has to be massive changes in New York. 
Has to be. Oh, he's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. Every movie's made. No more of this. Right. You're the New York Yankees. No. 2009? That's unacceptable. They've lost five straight ALCS now. Yep. First team in the American League history to do that. Yep. Get him out. How does he have a lifetime job? We've been saying that for a decade. How? Look at these moves. Who was your ace? Cole. He's not an ace. You gave him all that money. Who's behind Cole? Right? Look at the lineup. Look at the other moves you made. And then you wouldn't bring up the kids when you were going through that funk as well. And I think Boone's got to go too. That's an, you just got to clean Both house. of them. This is unacceptable. You're the New York Yankees. 2009, the last time you made a World Series? Yep. And you get swept? Can't happen. So I'm looking at odds right now to become the uh, World Series MVP. Harper and Alvarez are the shortest shots on the board, each at 5-1. to one. Okay. Uh, Verlander is 6. Altuve is 8-1. to one. Oh, come on. They finally had a hit, but come on. Altuve. Yeah. Schwarber's 8. Same what? as Bregman. Bregman, okay. Hoskins, 12. What's McCormick? Oh boy, he's been, he's been. Yeah, um, he is down on the. He's fifty to one. Okay. You Ma- never know. Um, let's see here. Stott is thirty-three to one. Castellon is twenty-eight to one. Guriel twenty-eight. Javier, I trust that guy, man. He's he is nails in big spots. Twenty-five to one. Did you say Verlander? Yeah, he's right up at the board. He's six to he's one. The, he's that okay? That ah, low? God, yeah, and eh, no good. Nola's. How about Pena? Fourteen to one. Yeah. Did it again last Roma, night. Yep. That kid's been on fire, same as Tucker with 14 to 1. I think this is a really good World Series. It's intriguing. Yeah. And the, I, lo- I love the betting angle, too, with the uh, furniture hedge by Mac. Yeah, right. That's, that needs to get more attention. A guy can win $76 million here. Mm-hmm. Come on. And I want to see what the customers do in Houston. Hey, they're giving away free furniture. Come on, double your money back. I mean, he should be selling. Thousand thousand matches per hour. Well, this week, if the promotion is still going on, as I, long I as think I would see why not. Just they should be selling more this week than they have the entire year. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, biggest takeaways from yesterday and a look at the Monday Night Football player props. One sticks out like a sore thumb. Details on that coming up next. Oh hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast Climbing in Heels is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.